Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So Emily, I don't know if you heard what I, I said during the break. I, I said to you guys, is there anything that was going on in your world that we should talk about coming up next just to kind of, you know, find something a little different that's just not the Lakers to talk about. Taylor, you ran into your ex-girlfriend last night? It wasn't last night. So this actually happened last week. I okay. went to the Arts District to a show um, at, at the Resident, it's called. It's a little uh, venue there. And LA is smaller than I realized. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it had been three years since I'd seen um, my ex. We'll call her, I don't know, we'll call her Nancy. Okay, Nancy. And I How was... was Nancy? <laughs> I was... <laughs> kind of bored in between bands i went to the show by myself so i was just waiting for the next band to come up and there was a taco truck outside so i decided to go you know step in line and get some tacos Good wait decision. you know wait for the the next band to come on and as i'm standing in line i get a tap on my shoulder and i look over and it's a familiar face i haven't seen in three four years i guess it's mm. been and awkward or nice it was it was awkward you know yeah. things kind of ended awkwardly i badly or awkwardly not i don't know can All we right, do ask nancy next week <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't necessarily Who broke up? It wasn't, did, did you cut her loose or vice I, I versa? cut her loose yeah okay. and it was more of a family thing than anything you know i wasn't really in love with her family okay. and it was kind of getting serious to that point mm. where you know it's like uh we're going to meet the parents. Was her I, family here in LA? Or so they? they're from Tucson. Okay. And I, I traveled all the way to Arizona to meet them. And, you know, nice people. They were they were doctors. Dad was a general practitioner. Mom was a I think, gynecologist. And they just, you know, I don't know if they could uh, relate to a... Was she with somebody when you ran into her? Yeah, she was. She was with uh, two guys, too. So okay. that... That kind of, I guess, shortened the conversation. <laughs> it kind of awkward. I didn't have much to say anyway, and I just kind of uh, disappeared into I, the crowd. I'm the wrong person. Like, this, this sounds wildly uncomfortable. You know, having not really been in this situation because I've been with my wife forever and ever and ever, and we started dating in high school, running into exes has never been something. But, Slee, doesn't this sound just wildly uncomfortable? So especially after such a long time. Well, this is, I think it's, there's two ways you can do this, right? If it's, awkward very very awkward you're kind of thinking to yourself i can either make this more awkward or i could really just you know what make this quick make it short so great to see you kind of small talk it and then move on you know what i mean so i think you took the small talk and move on That's oh a, yeah and here's the thing too I, I kind of laughed because i don't know if i rubbed off on her a little bit but she wasn't really a rocker girl before you know before okay. i met her so she's at this rock show and she's wearing like the dark makeup, the leather jacket and stuff. She like she's all she's all maybe goffed she's out. She's been carrying a torch for you for a while. Maybe she keeps maybe she goes to every rock show in LA it was a hoping band to run that I into introduced you. her to. So I got to stop doing that. I got to stop showing showing girls music. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's just too good. You're going to change their personalities and it's all That's what it is, Emily. I'm so influential. <laughs> You're just leaving a swath of broken hearts across Los Angeles. But right? with better music taste. Yeah, they yeah, exactly. They've elevated their music taste. He like the- punches them on the shoulder, just a light punch. Yeah, you'll be all right. Go get them, huh? Right. Good but luck out there. Shout out to Thelma and the Sleeves. They're a great band from Nashville. They they put on a good show, so they, they helped me forget the awkward encounter. Slee, you should go. <laughs> yeah, I'll be there. Slee.
Are you going to the Reds game today? Uh, I am going to go. Good. Yeah, I uh, I went on right before we started the show. I went on Ticketmaster to get my ticket, but and? you know how it is. It's like uh, I don't know which email I used before. Now I got to go to get change the password, all that stuff. But let's just say I'm not too concerned that it's sold out. <laughs> The well, ticket, okay. the, this it's six dollars to get in. So what was it? I think it was five. Be, the fees are going to be twenty for a six dollar ticket, right? Just can you not just, just show buy up the box and office, buy it? Yeah. The oh box yeah, actually office? no, I'm going to do that. Yeah, yeah. I'll just buy it there. Yeah, don't yeah, pay I, fees. I just end up with a scalper. I paid thirty four dollars. You're going to pay thirty four dollars to use Ticketmaster. Yeah, I'll, I'll just go. Uh, I'll just buy it out there. Yeah, I think we're going to be okay. I don't think there's going to be too many people that I, are. I, first of all, there. there's probably not going to be anybody at the turnstile. Just walk in. I don't think that there's going to be anybody there. And if they do, like, hey, listen, I just kind of want to go. They're five bucks. Can I just give it to you? And they're going to let you walk through the door. I think you'll be fine. I uh, I, I will say that the showing up at the fifth inning is going to be perfect. And getting yeah. a chance just to see uh, Coors Field and then walking out 45 minutes later is going to be perfect. <laughs> so I'm I'm in for this one. They have right. good giveaways sometimes too. So my best friend from high school lives in Denver, and so she will go specifically on the nights with the best giveaways. She got like this like fleece uh, vest one time. She got like a nice hat, like good quality stuff to get the people to come. And speaking of which, she doesn't care for sports whatsoever. So she doesn't care one lick about sports. But she has this thing, this running thing, where whenever Denver and an LA team play against each other, she, she mockingly will like text me or something as if she's like a real like nuggets head and I'm like you haven't watched a single second of this team all season and so this morning I think at like 9 30 she just texted me eyeball emoji basketball emoji and I was like you didn't even watch the game you just looked at the score and texted Don't take me the bait, em. Don't I was take like the come bait. on Sarah yeah oh you should go ask Sarah hook you Go at it. I wouldn't talk to her anymore personally if I were yeah. you. R- really quick Taylor was there at any point after you ran into Nancy where you're like yeah, might have might, might need to reconsider. Was there was there any of the that? The one that got away. Yeah. I mean, it looked pretty? like it looked like she's taken. To be honest, yeah, I mean, she got two two good looking guys on her arm. Here's the thing, though. She don't need me. Here's the thing. She came over to you. If she like that, she wanted to reconnect. That was her. Yeah, decision she was asking the questions. It. She said, "How you doing?" I yeah, said, I'm just saying that. Uh, maybe, great. Maybe just hey, you know, it's really good running into you the other night. Hope you had a good time. Maybe we'll see each other again before. Should I more. send the risky task or a text? What, what is Trav? The Trav just text? spitting game right now. Trav just spitting game you, right now. You don't make it DM super her. weird, but you just leave it open ended. Hey, it was really nice running into you. I feel I'm sorry we didn't we weren't in touch for so long. Just. Maybe I'll see you. You want to go to Mastro's this weekend? <laughs> Just throw it out there. See what I happens. already made a reservation. There's no downside. No, you want to go watch the that. Twins tonight? Can't already do that. You got a reservation. Nice Just, look, aloof without being cold, right? Just really like seeing you again. Good luck if we see each other again. I don't think so, there. Trav. I, I'm the one that ended it. I can't go back now. Well, mm, you never know. One way to find out. <laughs> this is how every rom-com have an all-paid trip to Cancun. That's right. Let's try a quick phone call here. Let's go to Studio City and Paul. Paul, you're on with Trav and Slee. What's up, Paul? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking the call. Uh, I actually called last night. I think Slee was covering that, and I wanted to follow up on my words of we need to put a – a joint effort today, I feel, on every show on ESPN 710. So Mason Ireland and Capisadano later. Look, I'm not just some reactionary fan, okay? I've been saying this for months. I pay attention to the game. Someone needs to sit down with LeBron, and they need to show him the tape. Show him the tape. Just let it speak for itself, because I think people are intimidated by LeBron. They're scared to tell him how it is sometimes. And they need to show him that he's shooting 24% from three-point range this year. But this goes beyond this year. 
If you look at his whole 20-year career, all right, LeBron is not a mid-range, long-range player. If you take away the short-range game, his field goal percentage is below average in mid-range and long-range. His strengths are around the rim. Now, because of him, we had a chance. So I'm not against LeBron. I got a LeBron jersey. I'm supporting him. I'm not hating on him in any way, shape, or form. All I'm saying is even the greats sometimes need a little coaching, and I wish I would like, instead of hearing Darvin Ham say, hey, I trust my guy in that situation because he's LeBron. Look, he ain't Kobe. I don't want him shooting threes with the game on the line thinking he's the guy to put the dagger when we got guys on the team like Austin Reeves who's shooting 40% from three-point range. Uh, even, even Anthony Davis shoots the three better percentage-wise than LeBron. And my biggest pet peeve about it is constantly, night in, night out, He's got the second highest volume or even the most threes shot on the team. I just don't want him to be the first, second, third, even fourth, maybe not even the fifth option when it comes to shooting three-pointers because the stats don't support it. And everyone needs to tell him, don't shoot the three, boys. Man, yeah. Just don't shoot it. Paul, thanks for the call. And I get where you're coming from, but I want to, I just want to add this, that LeBron James is not a high-percentage three-point shooter. He's not. He's, he's To your point, he's somewhere in the 20s, which is not very good. And was it a good shot? No. Was it a good possession? No. There's something about those guys. You mentioned Kobe. Kobe's one of these guys. LeBron is one of these guys. These guys have a feel for things when they're supposed to do a thing. It doesn't mean that they can't make mistakes. It doesn't mean that they're not going to miss a shot occasionally. But I think what Darvin is getting at is something that I'm willing to listen to. I wanted him to attack the basket. I wanted him to go to the rim and see what happens after that because to me, over the last 25, 30 years, there's nothing more unstoppable than LeBron James attacking the basket. That's the play that I would have chosen. But when Darvin Ham says, you know how many times he's knocked that down? If LeBron James, who has scored more points than anybody in this game, who has knocked down countless three-point shots, takes that shot. It's okay to say I don't like it and he should have done something else, but you got to live with it. That's LeBron James. What makes him him, what made Kobe Kobe, what made Jordan Jordan, what made all of these great players great players is an unflinching belief in their own abilities to create moments that they believe, not think, that they believe are going to happen and sometimes you miss. That's what happened last night. It's a bad shot. I wouldn't have drawn it up as, as a selection, but if that's what the best player that scored more points than anybody else ever wants to do, you got to live with it. So, I, frankly, I, I don't think you have to live with it. I think there's something to what he's saying. I, I think there's a point there to be made. When, when I've had my most frustration of Braun taking threes is when he fires off 11, when he fires off 10. He took four yesterday. So yesterday, and by the way, he was 0 for 4, so did not hit a 3. But at least, Trav, he wasn't taking 10 or 11 of them. Mm-hmm. I, I, think the, I think the point that he's trying to make, and I, I think the, the explanation of using Kobe as an example, how many times have we watched Kobe and say, Kobe, that's a bad shot. Why are you taking that Everybody. shot? Everybody. Okay, and you're right. Everybody. Michael Jordan. Go, go back them. to all the greats. That a, a lot of them just have the confidence – when, when Kobe would see a double team coming, he's like, cool, so I'll just turn the other way, and I'm going to take this fadeaway 18-footer, and it doesn't matter if you're sending two at me. I'm ta- I got more confidence in me than I do than any of these other guys. Yesterday, I think there was some context of what was happening. Braun wasn't hitting threes, nor was he taking threes. The Lakers were down three, but there was enough time to where you didn't have to, you know, you didn't have to force up a three. The way the Lakers got back into the game – is they were driving the ball. Did you see Braun when he's posting up against guys like Jamal Murray? Hey, he's 
bullying yeah, he's them. So much stronger. Left and right bullying them. And I think the biggest thing towards the end of that game yesterday, what was working for the Lakers, it kept getting to the free throw line. It kept getting to the line. And making them. And, and making them. So I I get the concept of it's Braun, it's this situation. I get all that. That that I understand. If, and if Braun hits the three, everybody is quiet. But the problem was he didn't hit the three, so you can't be quiet because uh, because he obviously missed that three, and I thought that was a key possession towards the end of the game. I, I'm with you with what you said towards the end. I would prefer, and I think if you ask Darvin Ham, who's not going to say it in a post-game show, no. I'm sure he's sitting with his coaching staff and saying, I wish Braun, with his knowledge, with his experience, decided in that situation, I'm going to get to the rack. Yep. No, look, when he went up to take that shot, I guarantee you in, Le- in Darvin Ham's mind, it's no, right? That he's ne- To your point, he's never going to say it. You're going to live with the decision that LeBron James doesn't mean he can't make a bad decision. It was a bad decision, but what do we talk about LeBron? Never mind all the points. We talk about him being one of the most savvy basketball players of all sure. time. If if in the moment he decides that's what he's going to do, then that's what he's going to do. It was I, I didn't like the shot. It's a bad shot, but it's not one of these unforgivable sins that a great player thought you know what I'm my best chance to win this game to tie this game in that particular case and I'm gonna let it go I didn't love the selection but I'm okay with the guy that made the decision making the decision because he's LeBron James if that were Dennis Schroeder with the same stats you'd be going oh my god that can never happen again it's LeBron James it's LeBron James if Kobe took that shot and the same thing Kobe been ice cold Okay, I'm okay with Kobe letting that shot go because it's Kobe Bryant. That's what you got to deal with with LeBron James. He makes some bad decisions occasionally, but he also knocks knocks down that shot a bunch of times. It is what it is. I I hated it, but you're going to live with it. I am at least. I'll tell you something. When that shot went up, you know how you said you're like, oh, no, I got up. I'm like, that's in. I really, I, I don't so? know. I did. I don't know why, but I just kind of. You know what? I, I do. I do. I didn't. Mm-hmm. Because it's LeBron. That's why you thought it would go down. That's what those guys do. And all the momentum was yes. with the Lakers. Yes. So it felt like 45 seconds to go. He, you know, he kind of starts. Jamal Murray's on his heels. He's backing up. And then he pulls up. We, we, you said it, right? He kind of setting up that shot. He's been taking that shot ever since he's coming. been a Laker. You could feel it coming. But when he pulled up, I'm like, that's freaking going in. And then I sat down right after that. <laughs> it wasn't particularly close. <laughs> it wasn't like it rimmed halfway in and spit it out. It wasn't a, it's a bad shot. It happens. Lakers are going to be just fine. I got a question for you about that. Why is everybody so okay with what happened last night? I'm in that boat too, but everybody you listen to seems like, ah, oh, they're all right. Are we sure? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. 
Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, listening to the Ireland uh, tease right there, he's in the same boat that Al's in, that I'm in, that I think a lot you looked at ESPN.com this morning. It was like, Lakers are good. Lakers are fine. We're going to get to that in one second. But uh, Taylor running into his ex has sparked a couple of phone calls that we need to get into. Let's go to Glendale and Chrissy to start. Chrissy, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Chrissy? Hi. Hi. Okay, so if you've ever been to the Rose Bowl, have you ever parked your car at the zoo and then you can take, like, buses to the Rose Bowl so you don't have to park at the Rose Bowl? I mean, not at the Rose yeah. Rose Bowl? Uh, I have the not Hollywood been Bowl. there. Hollywood Bowl. Hollywood Bowl, yeah. Hollywood Bowl is next to the uh, the zoo there, yep. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I've done that so either. So we parked our car there. Oh, well, so you can do that instead of fighting traffic. But anyway, so we did that, and then we watched a concert. I can't remember what. And then the concert was done. There's, like, thousands of people there and tons of buses. Okay, so we get on the bus, and there's only standing room left. And it's, it's a four of us. And when my brother had just broken up with his girlfriend, and my cousins were there. And my cousin asked about the girlfriend, and I said, oh, she's a terrible person. I don't like her because we were on a train, and there was a pregnant lady, and she was sitting down, and she wouldn't get up for the pregnant lady. So I, she's like, yeah. Yeah, so I was like, oh, my gosh, she's like a terrible person, so I'm glad they broke up. And then my cousin was like, oh, yeah, that's terrible. She is terrible because she also gave one piece of Ferrero Rocher chocolate to my brother for Christmas. But that's another story. Those, those are then, pretty um, good. I mean, you, you want more than one, but those are pretty good. Yeah, she didn't even give a pack. She gave literally just one. It wasn't even wrapped okay. either. It was just literally no, no, the it, it was half melted. <laughs> a bite out of it. <laughs> so, anyway, so then we're standing there waiting, and then music's playing, whatever. And then I look around me, and I realize, I think she's on this bus. Like, literally standing, I'm sitting down next to us. And then I was like, I, I poked my brother and then I said, is that your ex-girlfriend right there? Like I whispered it. And then he turns and he's like, oh my God, it is. And then, and then we just all stood there in silence because she looked at us and I was like, oh my God. Oh, that's said, uncomfortable. That's terrible thing. Did she offer you her seat? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's just, so when, when, right, when we were going to get off the bus, she goes, hi, so nice to see you guys. And I was like, Bye. And I ran so fast. I have never run so fast <laughs> in my life. Thank you, Chrissy. <laughs> yeah, the, look, there's no non-awkward way to have that happen, right? I, yeah. I think that if but you, the timing of that one, and she's there, <laughs> that's in pretty the present. It shows to not talk about people in public unless you are 100 percent sure that that person is not there, or you don't care. Or you don't right. care. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. one, one or the other. Like, you're sure they're not there. Or even if they're standing right next to me, I don't give a damn. I would tell to your face. Say. Right. <laughs> I want you to hear that you wouldn't give up Did your you seat hear that, for a pregnant Slee? woman. Okay, Trav, relax. relax. I want you to know that I remember you only giving one piece of Ferrara Rocher candy as a Christmas present. I mean, it wasn't a lie. You that's, know, it's that's, all truth. That, that's the ones that are those little gold balls, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah. a little, yeah. like, brown, like, Reese's like, Cup almost in the bottom. Oh, no, those and are there's, like, crispy rice in there. Yeah, it's good. Those are good. They don't have, do they sell them individually, or do you buy a box and just hand them out one I by think one? The, I think the, the fewest they sell them in is three. <laughs> yeah. I may have like, seen these at some of these different stores. They sell them in like a little pocket of I think, three. Yeah, I think you're right. So maybe yeah, she, she only has while she was three people in her, in her life. One for you, one for you, and one for you. All right, Sleep. Why, 
why are we also okay with the Lakers losing last night? Because the Nuggets are the number one, because it was at home, because they were game, because they competed all night long. I, I can't remember the last time a, a big game, and obviously a Western Conference playoff game, is a huge game where the team we're all collectively rooting for loses, and everybody's like, you know, I think we're okay. And, and, and usually there's, well, this was good, this was good. Everybody seems oddly pleased with what happened last night, despite the fact that they lost. All right, I, I think I have an explanation for this. By the way, I, th- I mentioned it, and we get into it a little bit later. The more I've kind of thought about this game, the more... I was a little bit annoyed of – I thought the Lakers got a little too cute early on. But mm-hmm. let's let's just kind of look at it, why people do feel the way they do. Let's just flip this. Let's say this is a close game the entire time. And in the last four or five minutes of the game, Denver goes from it's close to then they end up winning by 15 points or 16. That they close out the game. So instead of Denver jumping out to a big lead in the beginning – and then barely holding on. Let's say it's a close game for most part, and then in the last few minutes, Denver ends up winning the game by double digits. Okay. I think it's the fact that we would be upset about that. We'd be talking about what are the Lakers doing, what the heck is going on here, the Lakers were in a great position, and in the last last final minutes, they blew the game. I think the reason why Laker fans are looking at this a little bit differently tonight is, or today is you're saying to yourself, okay, we figured out some stuff in that game that – it looks like it can work moving forward. The the maybe getting too cute with the the size and the lineup and the starting lineup, they're certainly not going to do that again. Denver looked like a team also at the end that the moment was a little bit too big for them. They right? That up. they weren't it's not like the the Denver Nuggets when the Lakers cut it down to 10, they ripped it right back and said, "You guys are not taking this. It's our home court. We're the better team." No, they were the the Denver Nuggets were barely holding on to you know, and at the same time, it was slipping through their fingers, but the clock ran out. So then they, you know, eventually win the game. I think it's just the mere fact that you feel like the Lakers figured out some stuff at the end. That the Denver Nuggets also look like a team that has not been there before, mm-hmm. and that could lead to some optimism as you go into Game Two. I think that's that's part of the reason why. That's a great explanation. I want to just add. I wouldn't change a thing. I just want to add one thing to it. I think. If anybody was watching this game and had the same feeling that I did, it felt like there was it was just a matter of time until they were down 25. That it, 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 it's going to happen. The Nuggets are just playing so much better than the Lakers. They can't get a stop. That it's going to turn to 25 and it's going to be one of those where you start flipping back and forth to the Dodger game, right? That the game is out of it never really went like that. That they prevented a runaway. That they prevented a game that felt like and not just once, but maybe two or three different times it felt like, okay, here it comes. They're going to get blown out right now. That they didn't. That they just hung in there every single time. I think goes together with what you were saying where had it been nip-tuck the whole night and then the Nuggets just kind of pulled away at the end of the fourth quarter and be like, yeah, that's not good, man. That They were able to hit the gas when they needed to. It's the opposite of, hey, listen, we were the ones that hang around and the Nuggets tightened up the way that they did. Now they just got to go win game two. <laughs> now, now, all because all of this won't matter at all if they go out and regardless of win or lose, or I shouldn't say win or lose, if they lose regardless of how they lose, they're down 0-2, and now they are in deep, deep trouble. Well, I'll say this too. If you're Denver, there's a way you could sell yourself on this too. You could say, listen, okay, we're going to learn from our mistakes as well in game one. Yeah, this is by far the better, the best team that we've played so far in the playoffs, but 
we're three away from getting to the NBA Finals, and the Lakers still have to go win four. Um, I think Denver can also sell themselves at – we got a chance to look at Rui on on uh, on on Jokic. Jokic. We got a chance to see Anthony Davis as more of a free safety. We got a chance to see when the Lakers muddy the water and they kind of try to play um, they try to play bully ball against us. What that looks like. So I, I think also if you're Denver, it's not like you're sitting back here and you're sitting in a corner today saying, "Oh my gosh, the series no. we 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 have blown." No, they they took game one um, for the Lakers. The goal was. Can you split? We talked about this yesterday. That Listen, we just got accustomed to it because they did it in Memphis where they took game one. They did it against Golden State where they took game one. If you come back 1-1, you could pick and choose which one you want. The goal is you come back 1-1. Now, if they make their adjustments and the Lakers are a much different team tomorrow and they're playing defense and they look like a team that is the team we got accustomed to watching so far in the playoffs. They're not giving up 132 points. They're not so awful on giving up 72 in the first half. They're not getting out-rebounded. Then we're going to say, okay, this is the Laker brand of basketball that we've watched all this postseason, but there's also a risk to falling down 0-2 tomorrow, and I don't don't think we should, even though we could feel good about how the game ended yesterday – Certainly brushing it off and thinking, ah, that's it. We cracked the code. Right. I don't think they've done that either. No, I think you're right about that. Let's try another one. Diamond Bar. Gilbert. Gilbert, you're on with Travis Lee. Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, like you, I, I feel pretty positive. I I think actually that what the Lakers did offensively is more repeatable than what the Nuggets did offensively. I mean, Jokic had a historic night. A thirty twenty triple double, and uh, the problem, Gilbert. You know, he's been doing does it. it all he's been the time. doing a lot in the postseason. <laughs> he does those, it a lot. St- what's, what's crazy? I know the twenty rebounds is a lot, but Trav, those stats. I, I I read this off to you yesterday. His stats in the playoffs. He wasn't that far off of just his, his regular averages. stat line. No, I, I Gilbert. I appreciate the phone call. I couldn't disagree more. The Lakers. Just here are some numbers. The Lakers shot twenty six free throws and made. 89% of them. That is an unsustainable number, both the, the volume and the percentage. The Lakers made 46% of their three-point shots. That is an unsustainable number. The Lakers made 55% of their field goal attempts. That is a very, very good number. The Lakers' offense is far less likely to duplicate what they did last night than the Nuggets' offense is. What Jokic did is kind of what he does. Murray getting 31 – kind of what he does maybe you could say KCP was a little bit better than you thought that Brown was a little bit better than you might have thought but if I had to place a bet on which offense and they're just talking exclusively offensive here offenses here the Nuggets offense is going to be closer to what we saw in game one and game two than the Lakers is doesn't mean the Lakers can't get better defensively and win yeah I, I think uh you know I certainly believe I think when you um uh I, I think certain times that you have certain games where uh, at least for me, Denver does have this. They have a, a, a feel, a style to their game, but they them scoring 132 is more the norm. It's the Lakers not. It's the Lakers giving up 132. That's really not the norm. And the Lakers shot the lights out, and that's not their jam. It's, it's just not what they do. Yeah, 46% right. from three. That's right. not how they play. Factor cap coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. Hey, guys. I thoroughly enjoyed uh, Taylor's story about running to his ex, and I really enjoyed a tweet from Crypto Ray, which is uh, 
Nancy before and after meeting Taylor, and it was uh, Sandy from Greece before and after <laughs> meeting Danny Zuko. Pretty, so, yeah, that sums it up. Uh, it, was, it was great. All right, so uh, the new Mission Impossible trailer uh, came out today, um, but we're also this summer going to get a couple of blockbusters from these big, older movie stars we all love. So we're going to get uh, Indiana Jones and Dial of Destiny with uh, Harrison Ford. We're going to get Tom Hanks in the Wes Anderson movie. And we're also going to get Denzel in The Equalizer 3. So movie stars you know and love still get you to go to the movies. Travis? And I'm saying to the theater. Travis, Fetter Cap. Fact. I, I think there are certain guys that if they're in a certain type of thing, I'm going to go see it. Now, Tom Hanks is an interesting one. I'm, I'm a huge fan of his. He's made so many unbelievable movies. But if like I can't tell you the last time he had a movie in the theater that I was dying to go see. But when it's a, a franchise, whether it's Mission Impossible, Top Gun, The Equalizer, and you get Denzel or Cruz or whatever it is, yeah, sure. That's just a better experience in the theater. You know exactly what it is you're going to get. Maybe it's a little bit better or worse than you might have imagined, but it's rarely super far off. We all knew what Top Gun Maverick was going to be before you'd seen a single frame of the movie, and it delivered absolutely over the top. So, yeah, those guys get me to go for sure. Alan? So very specific to this one. So it, it is fact, but yeah, you know, I'll give you an example. If Will Ferrell's in a movie, I'm in. I like it. I'm excited. I know it's going to be a comedy. But there's also a lot of movies I'm very comfortable if somebody says, hey, there's not any big stars in this one, but you're going to like this movie. I'm okay with that. There's a lot of times I like when it's not the big box office or it's not these big-time actors and actresses that everybody knows. So for me, it's fact, but it's it's very specific to, I, I'd say, a small group of actors. Taylor? I got to go fact because I'm guilty of this. last movie I went to see was Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Volume 3. And good. it just had a... Yeah, it was good. But it's, it's, I knew what was going to happen. You know, mm-hmm. I knew what was going to... Or what I was going to get out of the movie experience because it's a lot of familiar faces and that's just kind of what I wanted. It's also something that, like is better seen on a big screen than seeing on your phone or on your laptop and things like that. There are certain movies that are very fine just to watch on streaming. Other movies require you to want to be in the theater. Where stuff blows up and the sound is important. Like you want want that total experience. Lethal weapon, yep. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) All right, but will you guys see any of those movies? Do you think you're going to see any of those movies? I don't think I will. Hmm? I will probably see Guardians of the Galaxy because I saw the first two... That one's probably outside what I just talked about. I don't yeah. need an 80-something-year-old archaeologist <laughs> running around. That but he gets uh, de-aged. Right. I, I understand. Yeah, I, I don't. The Equalizer is, is a strong possibility. Yeah. All right. So uh, during last night's broadcast of the uh, NBA lottery, uh, Windhorse was featured talking to Wimbanyama for 70 seconds at 2.30 in the morning in Paris. Yeah. So my statement is, it was worth it for Windhorse to go to Paris yesterday. <laughs> Alan, factor cap. Fact, hell yeah. I can only imagine. Um, I- I'm sure Brian Windhorse with his uh, pool with ESPN, he's like, guys, I got to be out here for a couple weeks. I mean, who knows? I'm going to have to interview the guy again. Uh, I need a lot of prep time. I know it was inconvenient, but you're also – uh, aside from him getting a chance to chill in Paris and France, you are going to be all over every platform because you're one of the first ones to put a microphone in front of Webinyama's face and get his initial thoughts of being with the, uh, you know, eventually going to get drafted by the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, definitely a fact for me. Trev? Absolutely a fact. You get to go to Paris, you go to Paris. Whether it's to do a 2.30 in the morning interview <laughs> with a guy whose microphone doesn't work. I th- Let me ask you this. That was awesome. It was you so, know, I, oh, that is so great maybe that you I'm, said I'm that. I'm thinking from the ESPN perspective, <laughs> it was worth it to have 
when we're there for 70 seconds and a microphone doesn't work? Yeah, well, that was the thing. It's like, did the, the, the camera not turn it up? Every, everything about it was weird. It was 2.30 in the morning. The, the sound wasn't great. The camera angle was kind of awkward. But yeah, you go because you're the first one to get the interview. It's got your ESPN mic flag in there. And while he might be jet lagged to the point of where he can't stand up coming back, absolutely. Taylor? Has Wendy ever been this far away from LeBron in 20 years? I, I'm, okay, I'm, all right. I'm just kidding. I'm joking. Right. Everybody I'm jo- relax. I'm just jealous, That's honestly. Go, go have a good time in Europe, Wendy. That's great. Sounds like a blast. All right, so a competitive eater went to a Golden Corral, uh, and apparently he was having an issue with some of the employees saying that he should be asked to leave because he's eating too much. This, this is this not a buffet. <laughs> but this is a buffet. So if it's a buffet, you should be able to eat as much as you want, because that's the point of a buffet. Uh, Taylor, factor cap. Fact, absolutely. It's it's in the title. This is what buffets are made for. Um, I don't know. The last time I've been to a buffet, but I, I don't know. I need to go back. Yeah, Trav. Unless it's specifically said you can only eat for an hour or you can only eat 30 yeah. pounds of food <laughs> unless there's some sort of yeah, but on the back end. Yeah. Look, they're not my cup of tea. They're, they're, they're usually of low quality for the most part. But if High you volume, want, low quality. Yeah. If you want to go eat seven pounds of not great prime rib and fried shrimp, go knock yourself out. Why not? As long as you want, you get to stand there. Al? Um. Well, you guys know. Listen, I, I'm leaning towards fact on this one, but you guys know me and Golden Corral and getting the job there's, there's and trying beef. to call back, you know, an hour <laughs> later, and the job was no longer available. This is a uh, this one's a personal one for me. I, I kind of stand. Let me use this as a good example. Trav, you used to go to a Pizza Hut lunch buffet. <laughs> yes, I did. Okay, you were on a certain diet at that time that uh-huh. was you were not eating any of the bread. Just the cheese and the meats. Of course. <laughs> Just the cheese and the meat. So here's Trav going to Pizza Hut. He's eating 8% of the slice of pizza, and he's getting rid of everything else that is actually what will get you full. And he's having 49 slices of just cheese and sauce. Come on, guys. I mean, I got a little issue with that. Then they should have a sign over the pizza buffet that says, must eat entire slice. I'm going to need a very specific set of rules, Al. I always want you, I always want them to... You know, I wish you used a knife and a fork to just take all the cheese off, and then they could reuse that slice for somebody else. You know what's nice? I never thought about it until you just kind of laid it out like this. Thank goodness this was pre-smartphone, because somebody would have been doing a video of what Jay Stu and I were doing over there, like, look at these animals, and it would have existed forever. I'm very glad that there's no... there. Maybe there's like some store security footage somewhere, but what a disgusting pair we were. All right, so uh, there is now a current big debate between two big uh, taco fr- uh, fast food franchises where they're debating about what who owns Taco Tuesday. So uh, Taco John, which is a fast food uh, chain based out of Wyoming, uh, has been arguing that, well, they have owned the trademark for Taco Tuesday since 1989. So they have owned it. It's been theirs. Wow. Taco Bell is, is trying to argue in front of federal court that it should be Open for everybody. It should not be specifically one place that owns the term Taco Tuesday. So you support Taco Bell in this. Travis, factor cap. I cap that if they went to the trouble to trademark the phrase, like, look, Slee, you'll know this one. Pat Riley trademarked three Pete. 
right? That that he he was the one that said, "Ooh, that's really smart. I'm going to run down to the uh, trademark office and get my name on that." And you, if you're going to use something like that, Pat Riley gets a piece of it. I'm sure that Taco John, which I'm unfamiliar with, is. Not the well, first founded, founded in 1969 by John Turner. <laughs> Not the first person to have said, "Hey, let's do a little Taco Tuesday promotion." But they were the first person that was smart enough to decide, "Hey, let's put our trademark on that thing." So I support them. Do you think that uh, LeBron pays Taco John a little bit every time he says Taco Tuesday? <laughs> well, there Tuesday? does be, is there not a point where it becomes part of public domain where you well, don't have to? Yeah, pay that's the, the argument anymore? from Taco Bell is that <laughs> sure. they they believe that LeBron it's enough should of it. be able to use it. Taco Bell, you got to come up with Taco <laughs> Thursday or something. It, I think it's the thing where like if you can say like if when someone says Taco Tuesday and the first thing you think of it is one thing that that it's the argument like oh that should be owned by that person or whatever. So like when I, when someone says Taco Tuesday, I don't think of Taco John. No, you know? but so. try using the term Super Bowl in your advertisement. See right. how that goes. For you. Al? Um, I'm cap on this one as well. I mean, I'm always going to kind of tend. Taco Bell, I know. Taco John's, I don't. So Taco Bell is obviously this huge corporation, this huge chain. I'm I'm going to try to support the little guy without even knowing how many locations Taco John's has. But I'm going to lean towards that. The other part of it, too, is isn't that part of business that just because that phrase got popular, it doesn't mean let whatever happens in court happens in court. They were smart enough to tag this thing whenever they did, and that's the benefit that you have. You can't just be Taco Bell and say, well, we want to use that too. Well, okay, you should have trademarked it back in the day and you didn't. Taylor? I'm cap on this, not because Taco John's is – I mean, they're not a small corporation. They're sprinkled all over the Midwest, but they they just have the superior taco product. They really do to Taco – Bell, so is it I'm, I'm going is it them. in that genre of tacos? Yeah, like hard it's just, shell. It's just like a classic. I don't know. It's a step above Taco Bell for whatever reason. But they have what they're famous for is called the six pack and a pound. So you get a six pack of tacos and a pound of like hash browns. They call them potato olays. Keep but talking. They're, Relax, yeah, <laughs> they're hash browns with uh, southwestern Talk seasoning. Talk slower. Tell me yeah. more. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to go to one sometime, Trav. I hope they come out. They're wild. not in California, are they? I don't think so. No, I haven't seen one in a long time. I'm going to Google real quick. Is it, yeah, they is, say Midwest and yeah, predominantly the Midwest, Mountain West. Are you a Del Taco fan, Taylor? I do like Del Taco. Okay, Del Taco or Taco John? Mm, Taco John. Really? Taco John's. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to Wyoming, Sully. Road, <laughs> ro- road trip to Wyoming to sample the Taco John product. Aaron Judge uh, tried to explain it away, and it's getting worse, Sully. I, I, I'm not buying a single thing that he's selling. That's next. It's Travis Sully, 710 ESPN. Sounds pretty good. We have, we have a lot of Taco uh, Del Taco stands in the room here. Greg it's came amazing. in. It's it's really good. I, I don't know. Taco John is still better than Del Taco Taylor. You're but, the only one that says Taco wait, John. Real quick, amazing, like amazing. Yes, that's, for, I feel like that's that's for, a fries small are amazing. Can, can I add a, a small caveat, Al? Oh. Because yeah. I would stop short of amazing, but I would add something at the back end. Amazing for a fast food taco. Yeah, yeah, yes, okay. yeah. yes. Because she as she had her hands up like she just went to a like a, a fine dining. No, amazing. It's, it's not amazing. like you get it from a taco truck or mm-hmm. a real mm-hmm. Mexican mm-hmm. restaurant, but for a fast food taco, pretty darn good. Okay, pretty. They had their strawberry sprite, which I like too. I know you guys don't really drink soda, but their strawberry sprite I like a lot. How so, much strawberry yeah. sprite you taking down now? <laughs> it's good. I had a strawberry puree in the bottom this morning. <laughs> You, when you go to the Rocks game today, and you're like, I'll take a dog, a bag of peanuts, and a 64 ounce strawberry Sprite. And just, I need you to take, awesome. I need you to take the uh, picture of the lady when she says, "You want what?" <laughs> 
I need you to. Well, that's because it's only at Del Taco. <laughs> is it really? Well, yeah, they ha- they put strawberry puree and Sprite together. So it's like, it's almost like, so have you been to Sonic before? Yeah. So it's almost like a limeade from Sonic. It's a, it's a similar thing to that. You know that. what it sounds kind of sort of like? What? The Shirley Temple. It's kind of, but Shirley Temple doesn't have strawberry. Right. So it goes it's back Shirley, to alcohol but, for trap. It's, no, no, Shirley Temple yeah. is a virgin drink. So yeah. No, I know. I know. Come but on. I'm saying the, I haven't had a Shirley Temple in a little bit. They're, it's been a little hey, while. Hey, look at my face. They're pretty good. Shirley Temple's are great. Yeah, they're they're. And so they're now not, you're giving me crap for saying I want a strawberry no, I soda. I didn't even know for, what it was for the table. Like, I like for the table. Crap. Yeah, get a, get a picture of Shirley Temple's. A round of Shirley Temple's. Honestly, for me that. and my friends. Yeah, by the way, I'd have one with you. Not a bad way to do it. Um, so Aaron Judge says, "I wasn't doing anything wrong. If you don't like it, well, I don't. Really, I got something to say. I don't like you." Right. That was his defense of, "Hey, what the hell were you looking at?" Aaron Boone's defense, or who is the manager of the Yankees, was a little bit interesting, I thought. He said, nothing that went on was against the rules. Mm. Okay, so we, basically that's a confession that we had their signs. We weren't doing it illegally. We weren't doing it with a trash can and an Apple Watch and whatever else the Astros and some others have done. But somebody somewhere was able to decode their signs and they were relaying them back to the batter, who in this case happened to be Aaron Judge, because that very specific nothing that went on was against the rules is not a there's nothing going on. It's we weren't doing anything illegal. There's a huge difference between those two things. Yeah, you found something. I think that's more. But by the way, people, at least what I was here, it's no, it's part of baseball. It is. If you can, if you can figure something out, and you're not using a, a device or something along those lines, that's part of baseball. Um, I, I don't. But I, I think the what makes somebody suspicious, like Aaron Judge, is when he's he's BSing it, right? Like he doesn't want anybody. And I get it. I guess to some extent, but. It was obviously very odd. We've never watched him at a plate appearance doing that. He's not actually physically moving his head to where you're like, oh, okay, yeah, he's, he's seen what, where the catcher's set up or and whatever the case is. he's peeking away from the pitcher, like, as yeah. the pitcher's in the middle of his motion. Like, that's not a, hey, I wonder who's chirping from the dugout when the guy's getting ready to uncork a 95-mile-an-hour fastball. Yeah, I got dizzy, too, looking at him. Every time I see that side eye, I'm like, if I did that, I would probably just uh, – I'd get dizzy. I don't know Aaron Judge looking at side eye like that. The Blue Jays obviously took some offense to it because last night's game got very, very chippy. There was an ejection. There was the Blue Jays manager, John Schneider, yelling at the, the Yankees' third base coach to get his fat, you know what, back into the third base coaching oh, nice. box. That it, uh, it got very chippy last night, so – whether it was illegal or not is one thing, but the Blue Jays certainly were not okay with what went down. By the way, I uh, I jinxed myself yesterday. Remember when I came in here and I said the Padres own the Royals? <laughs> I saw that yesterday. They don't own the Royals anymore, not, buddy. Not, not yesterday. No, no, not, they don't own yesterday. them anymore. So what's your game plan for today? So we're going to finish here. Something happened yesterday. So yesterday this was, I think it was before the broadcast maybe, if I told you that the Godfather turned to me and said something to me, would you know who I'm talking about? No. Who do you think's the Godfather of the broadcast? The I'm Laker, the Laker, Laker broadcast? broadcast? Yeah. Oh, Stu. Okay, yeah. Okay, you that's that's good, but I'm going to keep it on radio here. Michael to me is like the Godfather, right? He's the guy that's been there, he's done that, he knows everybody, and he doesn't care. He's Michael Thompson. So Michael at some point turned to me yesterday. He's like, uh, "Hey, you should come uh you should come come to dinner with us tomorrow. I'm like, uh, 
Michael, me? You want me to come to dinner with you? He's got like a group. They're all doing a thing. There's, uh, I think John's in it, Sedano's in it, BT. Everybody's grabbing dinner tonight. So I'm going to join. First, I'm going to go to Coors Field, and I'm going to go enjoy uh, about three innings of an awful baseball game. I'm going to walk there. It's about 20 minutes away, which is perfect, so I can kind of walk, kind of do a little, I think around the area there's a lot of restaurants and everything else, Berg was telling me. So then I'll eventually come back, and I'll do some dinner tonight with, uh, with those guys. Lodo. Lower downtown Denver, I believe, is what they call Lodo? it. Lodo? Just drop that on somebody. And I'm going to keep like saying that. Just say, hey, I'm looking for Lodo. You're standing in the middle of it, knucklehead. Like, what do you mean you're looking for it? So this is Lodo, huh? Do you eat at the ballpark if you're going to dinner? That's a good and question. It sounds like you guys are going to go probably somewhere kind of nice, right? Yeah, I think uh, it's going to be – yeah, it will be somewhere nice. But it's a good question because it's that in-between time. So I don't want to go have – you know, two dogs and some ice cream, and then show up for dinner. But dinner's a little bit later. I think dinner's at eight thirty, so it's a little later. Eight thirty? What do you? Yeah, guys, it's, it's in later. your twenties. This is insane. You, this you, is Michael too. <laughs> yeah, this, this is Michael too. Di- dinner should be consumed at the latest at seven. Anything past that is getting yeah, eight, a little wild. Eight thirty. You're already walking up the stairs. Yeah, I mean it's, it's done. Eight thirty. This is when I like to have my comfy pants on, my slippers. Nice loose T-shirt. I'm not. I'm not wearing any hard shoes at 8:30 at night. That sounds like a terrible plan. Yeah, I don't know what to eat there. Where I, are you guys I think, going? I think you're right. What type of place? Um, so they just said it's at the hotel that they're staying at. So I, I'm not sure what the restaurant is, but they're staying at a really. It's it's the team hotel. So I, I picture you is. like this very fancy restaurant. Everybody's getting steaks and these fancy dishes. And you're like, I had a couple of dogs at the game. I'm good. I'll just I'll have bread. <laughs> I had a Shirley Temple. Yeah, I had a sh- strawberry sprite at the game. Hey, no, no, I, I, don't, I don't know how you are. I don't know how you are at this, but when you know there's a good a good dinner coming at night, I'm very smart with what I'm eating, kind of throughout the day. I don't want to ruin my dinner. I want to have a nice dinner. You should get helmet nachos and eat them on your way to the other dinner. I wouldn't get. I don't think I'd get helmet nachos either way if I didn't have dinner. <laughs> Yeah, that's not your. You're not a. You're not a helmet nachos guy. But but I, I tell you, the, the the perfect game for me is a hot dog, peanuts, and a beer. And I'm I'm good. I literally don't eat anything else. That's perfect. Hey, sleep. I know you have dinner plans tonight, but hear me out, okay? okay. There's a Taco John's in Denver. Ooh. Well, I don't have to go to Taco <laughs> John's tonight, but I could go tomorrow. You go, go for to lunch tomorrow. tomorrow. Go after we're done. Go for breakfast. Six pack and a pound. Six pack and a pound. <laughs> Do me a favor. Jones. Put the leftovers in your suitcase and bring them home so I can have them on Monday. I, I, I'd Leftover like, fast I'd, food in a suitcase. Really, look, it's, my, it's really my only shot at Taco John's, Em. I don't know if I'm going to Why does your suit soon. smell like ground beef? <laughs> So I got we got pizza the other night, mm-hmm. and I went to go pick it up and you know put it in the car obviously and it's it's literally from my front door to the pizza spot, it it can't be a ninety second drive it's real it's right up the street. My car still smells like onions two days later. I've been scouring the car looking for onions. Like, one must have escaped from the box. There's no way that this has lingered for two full days if there isn't onions ground into my carpet. No onions, Lee. Just a very pungent car ride. So you should get your suits to smell like Taco John's. <laughs> I, don't think, uh, I don't think anybody's bringing in. I, the last thing I need to do is be sitting on a plane. And I'm the guy that has three-day-old uh, Taco Johns with me. Just check your bag. They won't even know it's yours. Just yeah, we're good. I don't know who, but Taco. Somebody put Taco Johns in their luggage. What are you gonna do? All right, Dodgers getting ready to play the uh, finale against the Twins, and somebody that we haven't talked about in a long time. Slee Walker Bueller actually was talking yesterday, 
and he's got a very, very bad idea. We'll get into that next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.